So the Doka defeated the Sokovashi and put him in prison forever and ever. The Doka saved the Vashi from the darkness of Esu Parafa, the silence that is like death. They had a big party and everyone got presents. And then the Doka left, but promised to always come back when the Vashi needed him most. And that is the end of the story. Now it's time for you to go to sleep. Please, Misawa, tell us another story. Please, one more story. Tell us the one about the Daka and the Dalek. Yes, yes, please. Tell us another Daka story. Later, my little Bashi. Now, you must lie down and go to sleep, or the Daka will come and he will be angry and he will be cruel. I don't think the Daka is real. <sighs> no, if he was real, it would be a home. He'd have a new cake for breakfast tomorrow. <sighs> I miss home. I miss new cakes. Please, Daka. Please come and save him, Sonny. Please, Daka. 
Taco, please come and save me. roller coaster ride I have ever been on. Woo! Ah, <laughs> oh, it's the 51st century, Amanda. Humanity's greatest golden age. Which means they have the best theme park rides. Would you look at that thing? It goes on for miles. It must be the longest roller coaster ever. Nope, not even close. The longest roller coaster in the universe takes over 12 light years to finish the ride. Goes through four star systems and a black hole. Don't be silly, Doctor. It's a roller coaster. It can't go through a black hole. I think you're exaggerating a bit much, even for you. I have a souvenir T-shirt in one of my wardrobes. I'll have to show it to you sometime. What can we go on next? Well, there's the water side, where each drop is programmed to play a single note and the passage of bodies down the slide makes a unique symphony every time. Oh, or the candy floss. Oh, you have to try the candy floss. This must be the happiest place not on Earth. Yes, it is quite the party zone for a tomb complex. Tomb complex? Didn't you read the brochure I gave you? Of course not. I wanted to experience the universe's greatest amusement park. Don't read about it. <sighs> Alright. The tomb complex of King Berenstain the 14th is the universe's greatest theme park. An entire planet dedicated to the memory of a great ruler. Across this entire globe, people laugh and play and revel in the death of a great man. That sounds kind of emo. No, not at all. The Elsari celebrate death. They enjoy the heartfelt belief that a life well-lived leads to an afterlife well-deserved. In other words, the man who lives a great life receives a greater afterlife. And King Berenstian the 14th was one of their greatest. Look, there's a statue of him next to the Ferris wheel. Why is that statue holding a mop? Mop? 
It's the Royal Personages Scepter. It's a mop. Shh. But it's a mop. No. It is a sacred symbol of His Majesty's regal office granted by divine right. It's a mop. All right. It looks like a mop. But to these people, it is a sacred symbol of regal office granted by divine right to Berenstain the 14th, King of the World. Did they call him Berenstain the Clean? The great King Berenstain had over 500 titles, and he earned them all. Was one of them Berenstain the Janitor? Master of Mob and Bucket? Cultural sensitivity, Waterfield, means not pointing and laughing at the sacred cultural icons of other cultures. A mop! All right, let's be fair. You don't hear me pointing out to your Queen Elizabeth that Windsor is the Galatian word for a public toilet in desperate need of maintenance. <laughs> they should have called King Bad and stuff. He'd have it sorted right quick. I just can't take you anywhere. <laughs> Doctor? Doctor, what's wrong? Uh, it's nothing. I'm fine. Are you sure? You've gone very pale. Do you need to sit down? Should I call a, a doctor? Heavens no, I'm... Ah! Doctor! Here, sit down. I'll get you some water or something. No, no. It's not... Uh, necessary. Ah. Uh, I felt... I felt something awful. Like some terrible catastrophe has suddenly... We've fallen a large number of people. You felt a great disturbance in the force, as if millions of voices cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced? <sighs> no, young Skywalker, it was nothing like that. It's time to go back to the TARDIS. We need to find out what is happening. <sighs> this is not the great town you were looking for. Hello? What do you want? Doctor, your presence is required. I'm transmitting coordinates to you now. Why? Why? You dare question the architect of the Shadow Proclamation? Let's assume that I do. Hypothetically. Contact has been lost with a growing number of worlds in several sectors of the human empire. We do not know what the cause of this growing crisis is, but we need to stop it. So go ahead. You have the authority and the resources to do almost anything. Doctor, this is not the time for flippancy. I order... You order me? I... Please, Doctor. Billions of innocent lives may have been lost. Many more may have been threatened, and we are at a loss to understand what has caused this. We're on our way. Thank you. Who is that? The Shadow Architect. Leader of the Shadow Proclamation. A galactic government, police force, and 
Congress of Insufferable Busybodies. What she said about worlds being lost. Is that what you felt? I certainly hope not. But you said... I hope it isn't because I have no idea what gave me that horrible turn. And that means I have no idea what we're up against. Jadoon? Hello? No, don't bother telling me. I know where I'm going. Doctor, that was Yes, Jadoon. They are the proclamation's police force. And, like all police, they can be protectors of law and order, or enforcers of tyranny. A rhinoceros standing on its hind legs. I'm the doctor. She's expecting me. Not too late, am I? I see everyone is here, at least holographically. Doctor, thank you for coming so promptly. We have been reviewing the information we have available to us. And your conclusions? Across a multitude of worlds, along the farthest frontiers of space, worlds are being swept clean. Disease? War? Cosmic event? We do not believe so, Doctor. Conflicts are within normal ranges, as are disease. No extraordinary cosmic events have been detected. And you've sent probes? Reconnaissance fleets and scanning ships? Of course. None have returned. All contact has been lost. And then you called me? We had no choice, Doctor. There are more subtle ways of trying to get rid of me. You have styled yourself the protector of all space and time, Doctor. You choose to deny that legacy now? Not at all. I would like to know more, though. All our files will be open to you, though there is precious little to tell. The first world we lost contact with was here. Then, in an expanding circle, the worlds along the Mandurian Quadrant and the Syrian Arch. And then along the Quantogalactic Arm. Interesting. Do you have something to share with us, Doctor? Share? No. But I'll go out there and take a look. If you have anyone still out there, bring them home. No sense in wasting even more lives. Doctor, return to us with news if you can. Alive at least if you cannot. They're wiping out planets, entire planets. Shouldn't we just go back to before it happened and stop it? We don't know exactly where this started. Whatever wiped out the first worlds the proclamation detected, we would be too late to stop it. If it was an invading force, they didn't stop to negotiate. It's hard to imagine so many people being dead. You won't put us in any danger though, right? (sighs) Amanda... I have spent the better part of a thousand years trying to avoid danger. 
I think I may have almost gotten the hang of it. There has to be some survivors. Nothing can kill every single person or thing on an entire planet, let alone several of them. There may well be survivors. They usually are. Refugees. People escaping in whatever ships they can get out of the atmosphere. Fleeing across the vast emptiness of space with only a few possessions and stories of what happened. Sometimes they settle on new worlds and tell legends of the great catastrophe that nearly destroyed them. In time, of course, they forget and do it to themselves all over again. Will we ever learn? No, never. Now keep an eye on this gauge and twist this dial to the left if it goes into the blue. I didn't touch it! They're picking up a distress beacon. See? I told you there'd be survivors. There's nothing there, just space, with bits floating in it. Those bits were once a spaceship. A big one, I'd say. What destroyed it? No energy weapons. No debris impacts. But it was taken apart. That bit looks like it exploded. You can see the burn marks on it. Engines. Secondary explosions due to something tearing the superstructure apart. What could do that? Oh, plenty of things aren't big enough to tear a good-sized ship apart. But most things would leave two or three big pieces. There's nothing larger than a London bus out there. Where did the distress signal come from? There. It's a life capsule. I can bring it in with the TARDIS's tractor beam. How do we open it? We unscrew it. They're so small. They're children. Well, let's get them out of there. Gently. Gently. They're in a bad way. Bring the girl. The life support systems were not properly activated. To the med bay. She's stable now. Uh, Doctor, he stopped breathing. Step aside. Come on. You've been so strong already. You can do it. Don't give up. Amanda, switch that alarm off. It's the blue button. We can't stop. They must have family. Someone somewhere will be waiting for them to come home. The boy won't be going home. His injuries were too serious. You're supposed to save them. It's what you do. We were too late. There's nothing we can do for him. We can go back. Take the TARDIS back and be here in time. Not along my personal timeline, man. Death is natural. Grief is painful, but important. There are others we may yet save. (laughs) But we need to let this boy go. Look at me, crying my eyes out for some kid I didn't even know. 
He was a descendant of your generation. You are one of his ancestors. His people came from Earth and explored the stars over 100 generations, learning to live on in a million different worlds in a million different environments. Humans are so remarkable. You can adapt to almost anything, and yet you never lose that wonderful sense of connection with each other. You so... Hello, I'm the Doctor. Don't worry, you're safe now. Doctor? Where is Musil? Where is Masama? Musil? Is he your brother? Yes. Where is Masama? Why don't you tell us your name? Shisela. That is a lovely name. It means spark of love in the eyes, doesn't it? Where is Musil? He'll be scared without me. I have to find him. Musil is resting now. He's here with us. But you need to rest now too. Soon we will talk again. She is the sole survivor of a tragedy. If she had died, all those deaths would have been nothing more than a statistic. No matter where you look, there's nothing but debris. How many people are out there? None. At least not in anything larger than a postage stamp. Whatever took that ship apart broke down everything. What kind of weapon does that? That, my dear Waterfield, is what I would like to know. Weapons blow things up or punch holes in them, or override security systems and make the life support system shut down so you can board and take whatever booty is on board. Starship fleets don't tend to blow ships up without, well, blowing them up. But it wasn't blown up. You said so yourself. Yes, I did, didn't I? But what was recently a large ship is now spread across a large space in very small pieces. It's like it's been eaten, and all that's left are the crumbs. Crumbs! Waterfield, you are a genius! I am? Well, not on par with me, of course, but you are still amusingly clever. Thanks, I think. Here was I, trying to establish what blew the ship up. But it wasn't blown up at all. It was eaten. Eaten? What eats spaceships? It must be absolutely massive. Or very, very small. Certainly very, very hungry. Nanobots. Tiny self-replicating artificial organisms. Someone's made a swarm of nanobots and forgotten to include a Terminator code. And so instead of dying off or stopping when they have done what they're supposed to do, they're just floating around, devouring everything that they come across, and making more of themselves. Yes. I mean, no. I... I'm not sure. But it makes sense. Why did they leave so much of what they ate floating around out there? Were they recalled? 
Repelled? Replete? Musil won't wake up. <laughs> Sweetie. The doctor did everything he could. He tried so hard to help Musil. He is the Daka. The oncoming storm. The most powerful wizard in any story ever. The one saves us from Isu Paratha. The silence that is like death. The Daka, we call him the Whisper in the Silence. <sighs> yes. I am the Whisper in the Silence. The Doctor. The Daka. I am Sheila of the Vashi. I'm Amanda. Amanda Waterfield of Earth. Where did you come from? Where are the Vashi? The Vashi are gone. Only Ishi Paratha remains. And you, Sishima, you may be the last of your people, but they still exist in you. Musama said when we found a new world, the Vashi would be strong again, like in her stories. We can help you. Musama said that the Daka would come and save us. You escaped from something. What was it? Musama had no name for it. No name for it? How is that possible? The Vashi have a name for everything. It came to our world. We ran. Musama said that it destroyed everything. It swept the world clean. We were the last ship to escape. Did Masama speak of any kind of nanotechnology? Any experiments in making tiny robotic organisms? I don't know what that means. Doctor, she's just a very young girl. She couldn't possibly know what you're talking about. Sishila is Vashi. The Vashi have an ability to share consciousness. They all know what each knows, very social subspecies of humanity. That is why they fear the Esuparafa. For the Vashi, being alone is the most unimaginable horror. I can hear myself think. We have to find others of her kind, the other ships. That is going to take some time. Her being without them is just awful. Sishila, I think we might be able to help each other. Sit here. Relax while we apply these electrodes here and amplify your consciousness through the TARDIS matrix and... You did mean for the power to go out on every system, right? Nobody move. I just need to... Doctor! I'm fine. Wrong terminal. And let there be light. By amplifying Sashila's consciousness, we can connect her with other Vashi survivors. Isu Parafa. There must be others. Keep reaching out to them, Sashila. Vasama! They are alive. Vasama! Locking in on their location. Share your story with the Vashi, Shashina. And now, we are glad you are safe. God, it doesn't have stink in here. 
Thousands of people packed into a small space on a long journey. Of course it puts a strain on the facilities. Olfactory well, fatigue will kick in soon enough. In a ship of stinkers, man with a deodorant stick is king. Masama, I need to know what happened to the world of the Vashi. Doka, it happened so fast. There are none who survive who know what happened. Barely managed to share what they saw before they were consumed. Consumed? Like the Vashi ship where we found Sashima? Yes. Shishina, I am sorry for your pain. Share it with all so we may bear your burden with you. A problem shared is a problem halved. Is this her mother? Not her biological mother. Masama is a mother to all, and a daughter to all. Roles, like all other things in Bashi society, are shared. Thank the Daka, Shishina. He has brought you home. Thank you, Daka. I will share your story. Farewell, Sashima. Masama, the fate of your world is shared with others. We must understand what happened to find a way to stop it happening again. You've tried and failed to save worlds before, Donka. Which is no reason to quit now. Machines came. They descended from the sky, a rain of metal. They fell in spherical containers, each no bigger than your head. They opened. Small machines came out. Small machines that joined with other machines. A swarm of things that destroyed everything they touched. Were they controlled? Who was responsible? We do not know, Dunga. They had no purpose but to destroy. Anything beyond this is unknown to us, or was lost with our world. Three ships escaped. We are now two. We will find a new world and rebuild the Vashi. If we do not understand this threat, there will be no more worlds to rebuild on. Which is why after so many generations, the Vashi still tell the legend of the Doka. The Doctor will save you, and me, and everyone else. The Vashi hope so. We are unable to place our faith in the power of a single individual. Only the Doka is revered as a savior. Well then, we best get on and live up to the legend's expectations. ship's trajectory and find the world they came from. Or I can just tell the TARDIS to go to the Vasha system. Too easy. No point in making extra work for ourselves. Next up, Vasha. You have been listening to the Sir Julius Vogel award-winning series, Doctor Who. Whisper in Silence by Paul Murray. Produced, engineered, and directed by Stevie K. Barnaby. Starring Mark Kalita as the Doctor and Robin Carlyle as Mango Waterfield. 
also featured in the cast were Laura Nicole as Masala, Tanya Milosevic as Shadow, Stevie K. Farnaby as Male Anchor 1, Kerry Ayres as Male Anchor 2, Kim Giannopoulos as Female Anchor, Draven Schoberg as Shashila, and introducing Joshua K. Farnaby as Music. Mark Polita, Doctor Who Fiend, by Stevie K. Farnaby, J. Ellington Lee, and Neiman Lyles. Based on the original theme by Delia Derbyshire and Ron Rainer. Additional music used in this episode by Stevie K. Farnaby, a.k.a. Skittle. Piano version of the Doctor Who theme used by Kind Commission of Matt Jessup. The Let's Build Mecca soundtrack by Joshua M. Block, a.k.a. Manitou, and the track Electricity used by Kind Commission of the Thought Criminals. Doctor Who is released under a Creative Commons license. All original content remains the property of their creators.